Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday. It's 5.30 a.m. April 24th. And thank you guys for getting up with us this pre-show just for you early risers with us we appreciate you and uh coming off of the weekend how was it it was a really nice nice uh nice weekend a couple things going on but i want to hear about you and and we left here friday was Marcella, the birthday celebration for you we love you so much and friday was a whirlwind show how was the rest of your friday then how was your actual birthday which was on saturday everything was great i really enjoyed friday thank you guys again so much it was so much fun and yeah my uh daughter and my mom were in town and we just we went out to dinner it's pretty low-key you know we just uh hung out got to spend some time with them uh sophie left yesterday my mom's still here so she and i we went out to dinner last night really nothing super exciting to report but i i had a great weekend spending time with them and then my husband and my other daughter they get back today oh my gosh it's a long trip oh yeah yeah it's a it's a long one but but they uh yeah they're actually playing for a championship (gasps) this time around usually they get kicked out right away so they're very excited so we're gonna find out how they do today but um yeah everything was really nice i had a really great birthday thanks to to all of you guys and and the people i love it was fantastic well we love you so much and uh, well-deserved birthday show but let's uh let's go back to brooklyn here so the cha- the, cha- the championship game this morning or one more round to get Nine into the championship this morning so oh basically it's, it's actually it's not the championship it's uh-huh. the bracket to get to the championship okay. so they have like they have a gold bracket um and then they have a silver bracket, then they have a bronze bracket, and then the rest of the brackets are called flight brackets. And that means basically you lost most of your games, but they don't, you know, they still want you to play for that bracket. So that doesn't really mean anything. And they they are usually in flight brackets when they are in in these uh, tournaments. Well, this uh, this weekend they are playing in the bronze bracket. So it's not like the championship, but it's the championship of the bronze bracket mm-hmm. and if you win your bracket if it's gold silver or bronze you get a bid to nationals <gasps> so they're really hoping that they get that bid that's why they're you know playing all these tournaments so it's exciting the first game's at nine if they win 
then they play again at noon. And if they win that, they play for the championship at one. Oh, so that, this is so exciting. Yeah. If they win it, if they lose at nine, then they have to ref and go home. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we're really hoping that they do well. But they're super excited because they, like I said, they haven't played in like a gold, silver or, or bronze bracket at all this season. And as it's wrapping up, now they finally get to it. So I hope they do well. My husband said he's going to, you know, give me updates as soon as they start. Now, this is, uh, this, they're up in Reno. You told us that they're flying, they flew out what, on Friday for this thing? Uh, yes. And or, then, yes, yes. Who are they playing? Are there the Nevada's teams or California or all over the West Coast? Who's coming in for these all tournaments? All over the country. I mean, really? they, we travel to Atlanta, Chicago, just teams from all over the country will go to these tournaments to get their bid for nationals. So um, lot, lots of California teams travel. Um, a lot of Texas teams travel. Those are like the two big states that produce the really, really excellent teams. But um, some of our Nevada teams are really just killing it right now. So, yeah, it's just a little bit of everything. That's exciting. That's a real exciting thing happening in the world right now. Yeah. I'm excited for her. And I, you guys, too. I, I think I was been the bad luck this whole season. <laughs> Every time I go, they, they're in a flight bracket. I don't go one time, and all of a sudden, they're, like, playing for the bronze. It's kind of crazy. Like, what's different here? Hey, <laughs> yeah. no, you're, you're nothing but good luck for your kid. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, it was, was really cool so yeah that that was it for me pretty much that's awesome it's a nice birthday weekend um yeah my end was it was a nice weekend um it was we did dinner on friday night had lunch with a buddy on saturday and then saturday night we went out to the ranch with the horses which was which was great just a relaxing saturday night and then um sunday was kind of a just you know sunday's like get ready for work for me it's like wake up do a couple things in the morning and then by sunday afternoon it's like slowly start chipping away at what i have ahead for the week and it was a nice day it was just a nice relaxing get caught up on things day on sunday well we are so happy to be here. Get ready for the show this week. A lot going on, and we'll just get to it right now. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Black or White by Michael Jackson? But my baby, it don't matter if you're black or white. Do you want to hear Porcelain by Moby? Do you want to hear Survivor by Destiny's Child? Those are your choices. All you have to do is get your vote in right now. You can vote on our Facebook page. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM or you can call or text us. 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Ed Sheeran is getting ready to go to court. Why? Details in about five minutes. But first, the votes are in by one vote. Survivor by Destiny's Child is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Jury selection is supposed to begin in New York federal court today for Ed Sheeran, uh, trial involving Ed Sheeran. So the suit claims that Ed 
copied elements of Marvin Gaye's song, Let's Get It On, for his hit song, Thinking Out Loud. So it's the family of the songwriter, his name is Ed Towson, who wrote Let's Get It On, who is suing, and they're also going after Ed's label and music publisher. So what exactly do they think that Ed copied? They allege that Ed Sheeran copied the heart of Let's Get It On, which includes the rhythm, harmony, and melody. If the jury goes against Sheeran, the court will hold another trial to figure out how much he and the labels should pay. So here is the Ed Sheeran song that we're talking about. So honey, now Take me into your loving arms And then here's Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Let's get it on I definitely hear a similarity, but I don't, I wouldn't go so far as to say that he stole it. There's, I mean, there's a lot of songs that sound similar, you know, I, I just, I, I find it hard to believe that he would just blatantly steal something like that, but who knows? He got, he got in trouble before, right? Someone was saying that he stole their idea and that got dropped, I think. Yeah, yeah, it did. So yeah, I, I'm right there with Mercedes. I think there's a sound to it, but yeah, did Ed sit down and say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal, let's get it on and make it my own. We'll see what happens, but. What a bad song to pick because everyone knows that song and they call you out right <laughs> yeah. now. Pick something a little less well known. Go to a late obscure track yeah. of, of Marvin Gaye if you go down the Marvin Gaye road. Yeah, it's a good point. Like Everyone knows, like, hey, that's, let's get it on, man. Oh, darn it. Didn't think you recognize yeah harry styles his love on tour is about to start up overseas starting with dates in denmark um he's got dates in germany the numbers so far are in and and this is a record-breaking tour for harry styles harry styles love on tour it started in 2021 and it just cracked the top 10 of the highest grossing tours of all time with 138 shows so far he has taken in 418 million dollars with 3.2 million attendees. Wow. I, that is the tour that I was bummed did not come to Las Vegas. He came before with his previous tour, but not that one. Have you seen him in concert before? Yeah, he's awesome. He's amazing. I, we had the best time. It was funny because James Corden was sitting not too far from us. He started crying during the show. He was so moved. Was he really? <laughs> yeah, he literally started crying. We took videos of him. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, he's crying. Oh, my God. James Corden in tears. Is this the night you met James Corden? Corden, no, he, he, that was a different night. Um, the night I met James Corden was when we went and saw Lionel Richie, and he was there. Oh. And, and did I tell him I liked his show or thought he was great? Nope. I said, I'm also BTS Army. <laughs> that was all I said to him. And he's like, oh, wonderful. <laughs> James Corden crying at Lionel Richie? Uh, no, I didn't. He was sitting in front of us, so I don't know. But he kept standing up, and it was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. No, I can't see. I mean, on the fun songs, I get it. But, like, on Hello, you really? Said- do you need to stand for that? that You're just standing there. You that's know? a sitting song. Hello yeah. is definitely a sitting song. Kind of um, odd timing here with the dirt, so we got to wrap it up. We'll have more dirt coming up right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1824. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock 
on Monday, April 24th. So good to have you guys joining us this morning. Are you feeling like it's a Monday or it's a Monday? Um, More of the it's a Monday, but it, I did have an it's a Monday thing where I, I try to wear booties in the house with, with my shoes, especially we have the carpets clean and they were just clean last week. So I put my booties on my boots upstairs in the bedroom and then uh, I didn't realize they were still on until I walked into the radio station, came in here to the studio and my booties were still on. Oh, well, at least your bottom of your shoes are clean. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, so anyone needs uh, booties, I got booties here at the radio station. Yeah, I was uh, mentioning cleaning carpets and just cleaning in general this weekend. uh, Well, we celebrated my birthday this weekend, but I found that I was doing a lot of cleaning. I don't know if it's just because it's spring and I'm like, okay, we're going to. We're going to clean things up. I was doing laundry. I was dusting. I was uh, cleaning our countertops. I was just doing so many things. And I thought, what is happening to me? What happened? There was a time where I was just like, meh, whatever. But I think that, you know, when you get married or you start living with something, someone, they start rubbing off on you or you start rubbing off on them. And I saw this uh, this article that said, that um, we suffer from copycat syndrome that uh, there's this new study that says that spouses tend to be copycats. So like if one quits smoking and starts exercising, the other is more likely to follow suit. So I realized that I have copycat syndrome with my husband because he's like a neat freak. I was always kind of like the messy one. But he's rubbed off on me over the years. Now I've turned into a neat freak because of him. Now, when he comes back into town this afternoon, is he going to be surprised how clean the house is? Or, you, I mean, you guys stay on top of things, right? Um, he won't be surprised now because I've been a neat freak for a long time oh. since we've been together. <laughs> but if you would go back to the first couple years of us uh, dating and, and hanging out together, yes, he would have been completely <laughs> surprised. Like, what's going on? I'll never forget once. Um, he... I... I had him go to my closet for something. I had a walk-in closet in my first apartment. And he's like, I asked him to grab something. And he opened the door and he couldn't get it all the way open because there was like stuff all over the floor. Clothes, shoes, bags. He's like, we need to help. uh, I need to help you organize this closet. It is a mess. I'm like, it's fine. I know where everything is. Now, oh my gosh, that would give me a panic attack if that happened. His neatness rubbed off on you. That's a good thing. Any qualities of yours rubbed off into him, do you think? Um, I think he's a little more chill with things. He used to get like go from zero to a hundred as far as like um, freaking out about things. And I just tell him like, hey, you just take a breath. You know, and now I see him go. And before he says <laughs> something that he really wants to say. So I think we both rubbed off on each other for the good. Do you have like a thing that you started or you quit because of your spouse, what what was your your copycat thing? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. For me, it's it's kind of a health thing, but it's it's running. I used to never ever do cardio for for years working out. I would never do the stair machine. I did zero cardio. And Laura has was always been been a runner. She always run, 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 and always want to go for a run. No, 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 no. And finally, it was probably about it wasn't right away. It, it took probably five six years for it to rub off. And she's like, "Come on, come on a run with me." I'm like, "Okay, I'll go for a run." And Ever since then, I, I love running. I, I, I love to run outside, run at the gym. I do cardio, but that that was her thing for the first five years. So finally, she's like, please, come for a run. I'm like, okay, 
I'll go for a run. It took me a while to get the uh, the cardio built up to keep up with her, but that that's the thing that she did, and then I picked up on. Well, that's a good habit. Any bad habits that she does that you picked up on? Mm, let me see. Let me see. What are my bad habits? Um, I'm sure there are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which one do I pick? <laughs> Where do I start? You know, there's something that she does that I refuse to do, and and it, she it doesn't anger, but it surprises her is when we bring the dry cleaning home, she takes it off the wire hanger and puts it on a nice fancy hanger, and I just roll with wire hangers in my closet. Oh, that's disgusting. A lot of people say that. Why is <laughs> To me, I'm saving time. She's got to take her stuff off, put it on the nice hanger, hang it out, then a pile of old hangers. It's a whole thing when she gets her dry cleaning. Oh, I do the same thing. I take off the plastic. I, I take it off the wire hanger, put it on a regular hanger. It's just, uh, you know, no, no wire hangers. Mommy dearest in my house. Sorry about that. That's what she <laughs> wants to rub off of me. And when she sees my closet, she's like, why are there so many wire hangers? Because I don't change it. Oh, I, just I just roll with the wire. I picture you like moving your clothes from side to side and it just <laughs> squeaking. Jenny, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, do you have copycat syndrome with uh, something that your spouse does? Yeah, I was kind of a minimalist, and I just had, like, a shoe for each kind of outfit. And he's, like, a shoe freak. He had, like, a shoe for every event. So I just started buying more shoes because of him. Oh, darn it. You have to buy more shoes. (laughs) He's rubbing off on you. So if he ever complains, you can be like, I learned it from watching you. (laughs) (laughs) I got this from you. Oh, man. I I think that is a similar thing with me. Uh, My husband's also a shoe freak and never really cared. Just had my cute like heels that I liked. And now I have more sneakers than I do any kind of shoe in my closet. It's just too many. You live with these people, these things, they rub off. Oh. <laughs> hey, it is Monday as we started the break by talking about. So we have beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $900 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers. If you can identify a song faster than Mercedes, that happens at 7 o'clock. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about uh, just the surprise over at Coachella that had people going crazy. Megan Trainer has to issue an apology for something she said. And now summer is coming to your cereal. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Zendaya is trending this morning. She made a surprise appearance at Coachella during the weekend. People went nuts when Labyrinth brought her out on Saturday. He has written, sings, and produced a bunch of the songs that are featured on her show, HBO's Euphoria. They performed the song all for us which is actually a song the two have um and actually um labyrinth won an emmy for outstanding music and lyrics in 2020 last weekend he brought out billy eilish so he was the one that was really surprising people if you don't know the song let me play a little bit of them performing it Is that I think that part was only Labyrinth. Steph, you put that in. Was that only Labyrinth singing there? Yeah, they did it. They cut out. Well, they were singing together, so that part was both of them. Oh, okay. Um, and then the clip, right when it ended, it was her about to go on to her verse, and I was like, ah! 
Oh, oh so they didn't, they didn't have that one? No. Oh, they just had the both of them seeing that little clip oh, right there. Oh, well, that's, uh, th- that was a really cool surprise. People are really excited. We're really excited to see her out there. Um, it was her first appearance also at Coachella. So also trending this morning is Megan Trainer. So the singer found herself in a pretty bad spot this weekend regarding a comment she made on Trisha Paytas' uh, uh, Working On It podcast. She and her husband, Daryl Sabara, they were talking about the failure of the education system in the country, and they were talking about their concerns of mass, sh- uh, mass shootings. Uh, and then they moved on to the subject of worrying about teachers and potential bullies. And at one point, Megan says, bleep teachers, dude. Well, obviously, a lot of people had issue with that and flooded TikTok calling her out. She issued an apology on social media saying, I was fired up because we were talking about how sending your kid to school here in America is so horrific. And that she said uh, she did not mean all teachers. I love teachers. I fight for teachers. I think they have the hardest job and they are most the most underpaid. They are the most unappreciated when they literally raise all of us. I don't want to make excuses. I just want to say I'm so sorry. Well, at least she got in front of the apology then by getting it out there. But yeah, that's a kind of a harsh statement to come out and say during oh, the podcast. Absolutely. Gosh. She, um, they, she said also in the apology, she was referring to um, a couple of situations where her husband was bullied by teachers when he was in school and that's what got her really fired up so um i don't know that was yeah that was a pretty brutal statement to say so if i'm a teacher and i hear that i'm i'm also upset yeah a blanket statement too there's this one bad apple teacher that her husband had and now all of a sudden it's all she's coming out for all teachers yeah it's a bad spot and then finally this morning ass uh (laughs) i almost said acid what the heck icy it's monday (laughs) icy is trending get ready to bring the summertime sweet treat to your breakfast kellogg's has teamed up up with the icy company for what they call the coolest cereal and they mean that literally it's inspired by icy's cherry and blue raspberry flavors and it has an ingredient in it that will cool your mouth as you eat just like when you sip on an icy this is the first cereal that has had this cooling technology uh you can buy it now kellogg's icy cereal nationwide for five dollars and 29 cents and that is what's trending as someone who does not like confrontation but is not afraid of confrontation i understand how you're feeling right now but i say don't do it. And don't I'll, do it. I'll tell you why I say don't do it. But tell everyone your issue right now. Okay, we have new neighbors, and they're a completely opposite end of, of my house at the end of the street. And the thing is, though, it's a corner house, and when you're leaving my neighborhood, the road, it curves to your right. There's not a stop sign. It's not a right-hand turn. The road just curves to your right. And these people have the corner house, and they moved in a couple weeks ago. And I noticed at night... The person parks their car right there on the curve, right there on the turn. So when you're leaving the neighborhood in the morning, it's dark out in the morning time, you're leaving, you start to veer to your right, and as you're veering to your right, his car is right there on the corner, and it's the last second, like, whoa, there's a car right there. You kind of have to jerk your car to the left, and it happens to me almost every single morning, and I was thinking about leaving a note, like like good intentions with a note, not like don't park here, but... Hey, just so you know, the way you're parking your car, like, I don't know how to phrase it, but I would say the way you're parking your car, if you're coming from the opposite direction, you don't see it to the last second, your car might get hit. 
So you're gonna write all that in a note? Well, that's what, I, like, I don't know what the note should be. Should I go to chat uh, the chat GPT and have them write the note for me? I don't know what, how to to phrase the note. It's coming from a good place. Of listen, the way you're parking your car, it could get hit. Um, I have you ever had to confront your neighbor on something, and how did it go? Um, I think that uh, you should not write a note. Absolutely not. I think you should talk to them in person. I think the note is a cop out. It says one, I'm scared to talk to you. And two, it's kind of like you're not worth the time of a visit. I'm just going to put this note on your car. I think you should actually go over there and that way they can hear the sincerity in your voice. And you could just say like, hey, this is coming from a good place. I hope you don't take this the wrong way. But I, I feel like your car is too close to the curb. And there's been a couple of times where I've almost like hit it. And I just don't want that to happen to you. So I was thinking maybe you could park it here instead and then they hear your voice and they're like oh, okay he's not being a jerk about it if i get a note that's like you should move your car i'll be like who are you loser i know <laughs> i was thinking do i do, do, I do like it because they obviously they don't, they don't see the, it's their car so they're not driving yeah. behind their car in the morning so they don't know what it's like when you take that turn and it's like the first thing you see and it's interesting too because on the other side of the curve of the turn there's red paint on the curb because not because of a fire hydrant, they don't want cars to park there. Because if a car were to park there in front of the curve, you'd go around to avoid it. And the next thing you know, you're taking that turn kind of outside lane and you might get into an accident. This guy's just parking way too close to that red line. And so you're taking the turn. If you take that turn tight, which most people do, the car's right there. So maybe that maybe that's a solution to. And it's only overnight, too. It's not, you must work during the day. Because um, I don't see it during the day. It's just at night and in the morning when I see it. So you're saying go to the house, introduce myself. And say, hey, I just want to point out that your car is kind of being parked in a weird spot. Yeah, I would. I mean, then they can hear your tone. You mm -hmm. can't get tone from texts or emails or even notes. You don't know how they're confronting the situation. And if you talk to them like you just explained it, I can I can hear the the sincerity in your voice, and you're not trying to be a jerk about it. Um, but. Some people, they don't like that confrontation, so they resort to a note or a text. And you, it's touchy when you confront your neighbors because you can't go anywhere. You're all living in the same yeah. spot. <laughs> and if you do you know, deliver it the wrong way or they do take it the wrong way, you're stuck. You're going to still see them you're, unless by chance someone decides to move. But I just think that talking about the issues is way better like there's been things here at the station where i'm like i'm upset about something or or i want to confront something and i can write an email but one it doesn't guarantee any sort of response or action and if you confront it right then and there one you put them on the spot they have to address whatever the issue is and two they can hear my tone and that i'm not trying to be a jerk about something that's a great point maybe two and maybe they're outside in the afternoon hey my name's JC. Live down the street. Just want to point something out here. The way you're parking your car, it puts it puts their car in danger too, as well. They could be on the receiving end of a of a car bumping, and next thing you know, their car is damaged too. So that's a good point. Have you ever had a note though left on your car, or someone in your neighborhood leave you a note at your house? No, I haven't had anything like that. Have you? No, I'm I'm trying to think too, and I'm trying to think too. If it came from a sincere place, how would I would I still be upset? Like, what are you are you telling me to move my car? Who do you think you are? It's a I can park anywhere I want to, and just you you do put the tone into that note. And but another. Another thing that you could do if you're afraid of that and you don't want to be the the neighbor that reports it, 
take a picture, send it to the HOA, let them deal with it. <laughs> they'll never know it came from you. That's true. The HOA, they'll move fast. Yeah, too, right? I'm serious. I mean, that's when in doubt, go to the HOA. They're not afraid to be the bad guy. <laughs> that's their job to be the bad guy. Yeah, I'm surprised someone hasn't seen it from the HOA already. And it's obviously it's an issue, too, because it's a safety issue. Because on the front side of the curve, it's painted red just because that same thing. They don't want people parking there to go wide. They just need to extend that red paint a little bit longer around the turn so that way no one's in risk of getting their car hit when you park on the corner. You can buy some paint and paint it <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this red zone was so long. I, I swear it wasn't this long before. I got a buddy that lives out in the uh, Calico Basin area, and uh, I was at his house, and he was telling me how people come and park in front of their house to to go hiking and stuff. And I'm like, well, well what's the red paint for? No one parks here. And he goes, yeah. I'm like, well, there's no fire hydrant. Did the, did the county do that? He goes, no, we put it down. I I don't blame smart. them. Smart. That would drive me crazy. <laughs> Very smart. Hot three's coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, what generation has the best employees and which generation has the worst? We're going to talk about that. Also, do you wish you were a little bit taller do you wish you were a baller? No, just kidding. Um, there is a new technique that is becoming more and more common for those that would like a little more height. And why is it that you cannot buy only one thing when you go to Target? It's called the Target Effect. And we'll tell you what that is coming up next in the Hot 3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $900 diamond pendant from Michael Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers. If you can identify a song faster than Mercedes, then it happens in about seven minutes. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. What generation do you think is just filled with the best workers and what do you think is the worst? A new survey has found that millennials are now seen as the best employees and Gen Zers are the absolute 
worst. Oh. Yes. Uh, 74% said Gen Z is harder to work with than any other generation. Um, they pulled a bunch of managers and, and here's the most surprising stat, at least to me. When asked why Gen Z workers aren't so great, the top answer was that they're bad with tech, which you would think they would be the best with tech. I know, yeah, I know my kids are the best with tech. They're like they can fix anything. They can find anything. Um, they know how to program anything. So I was really surprised to see that. Thirty nine percent of bosses said that Gen Z workers they've hired have had a, quote, lack of technological skills in general. Uh, the top five complaints about Gen Z workers are lack of tech skills, lack of effort, lack of motivation. They're not as productive as other workers, and they're easily distracted. Uh, Poor communication skills and being offended easily just miss the top five. And the last one is also a common reason that Gen Z get let go, apparently. Two-thirds of bosses said that they've had to fire Gen Z workers more often than any other employees, and their reasons are lack of motivation, not trying um, hard enough, and that they're too thin-skinned. Dang! So uh, Brooklyn's Gen Z, right? Yeah. What were the top five things you said? Mm. Like they're like the technology. Brooklyn's, I've seen her in action. She's helped me. I remember Disneyland. I couldn't get the, the app to work to go into a, a ride, and she grabbed my phone, and poof, like that, I was inside. Yeah, the lack of tech skills, lack of ac- effort. Lack of motivation. Motivation. She's in a volleyball tournament right now. Yes. So, so like your daughters are my basis for these generations. So I'm basing what how Brooklyn is for Gen Z as the official representative of that generation. And she's the complete opposite of the five things that they're saying that's wrong with them. There's only one of these things that I think fits. And I don't want to say which one because I don't want to hurt her feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one of she's these things. She's out of town. That... <laughs> she won't hear it. <laughs> um, also this morning, there is, uh, oh man, this is just... I, I think that this is a lot of pain to gain a few inches in your height, but what do you think? If you've ever wished you were taller, having your legs surgically lengthened is now more popular than ever. Now, this is not a new thing, but um, NBC News, I guess they just profiled a 26-year-old guy who had it done last year. He was five foot seven, and now he's five foot ten. But it was not an easy process. They basically break both of your legs up around your thighs and then they insert a rod in each one the new bone slowly starts to grow the rods work on a remote that will lengthen them up to one millimeter per day for the next three or four months at that point this alex guy was able to get around again using a walker and then he switched to a cane so you're basically disabled for a while with lots of physical therapy regardless he says he is happy with the results he said he never wanted to be tall just tall enough for people to stop making comments about his height he says making fun of someone's height is still acceptable for some reason like we wouldn't make comments about someone's weight or um, any sort of uh, disability that they have. But height is something people still make comments on. Um, How much does it cost? Well, he said it was around $100,000 total. And most of it was not covered by insurance. The surgeon who did it says he expects to do around 50 leg lengthening procedures this year, which is up from 20 a year ago. And it sounds like most of these patients are men, but not all of them are young. He says even guys in their 60s have expressed interest in doing this. I mean, I, I understand, yeah, if you want to put a couple inches on and you're, you're at 5'7", you want to get to 5'10". It just, as you're saying it, though, my legs, I, my legs are in pain as you're saying it. And then my question would be long term. Once it's all said and done, is, is it full recovery? Can you play sports? Can you run? Is it going to be a nagging pain the rest of your life? Is that worth it to get those extra three inches? Obviously, to this guy it was, but 
so many questions and my legs just in pain as you're telling the story. Yeah, it sounds like he made a complete recovery and that he's doing well, that it's a temporary disability. But um, I, I think... I I mean, this is not something I would ever consider doing, especially money wise. But if that's what you get is comments about your height every single day, that's got to be really annoying, really annoying. So maybe in his mind, it is completely worth it. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And you're not walking in his shoes too, to experience that every single day. And okay, haha, jokes get old after a while. Real old. Yeah, for sure. Um, Finally, this morning, do you ever end up with a cart full of stuff when you run into a Target just to buy one thing? Of course you do. You're in good company. And there's a reason why you wind up with way more, I don't know, paper towels and and candies and makeup. It's not just a lack of self-control. There's an actual term for our target addiction. It's called the target effect, which is what we have all experienced, leaving the store with many more items than we planned on buying. Now, it's actually a form of what they call the Gruen transfer in psychology, which is a a strategy that retailers use to intentionally overwhelm shoppers to get them to buy more. And it helps to turn our shopping trip um, into a shopping spree. And Target has several strategies that they use to do this. The first thing they do is they tap into the desire to just treat yourself. You know, Target makes us feel good while we shop. So we think of it as a reward instead of a chore. And it involves strategically placed colors, sounds, discounts, deals that will distract us and disrupt our decision-making process. And it all starts with the Starbucks right inside the door. So we stroll around with our coffee, picking up pillows and candles and stuff like that. Also, the stores are strategically set up. They're designed to get us to spend more time roaming around shopping. The wide aisles and the flow of the departments just keep us going and adding new things to our carts along the way. They also use intriguing displays and layouts to get us to buy specific items. They'll they'll draw our attention to those must-have items. Um, and then if you want to fight the target effect, they say you have to make a list and stick to it no matter how hard it is. And also, you know, try to avoid shopping when you're hungry or in a bad mood because that's when we really try to make those uh, impulse buys. Oh, it's like grocery shopping when you're hungry. That's the worst thing to do. I, I do that so often. I'll go in I'll, and Laura can tell. I'll come home and I'm packing the groceries. Were you hungry when you were shopping? Yes, I was. Yeah, it, I have that with Costco. I can't just buy one. I can't spend less than $100 in Costco. It just never fails. I, I went in there one year to buy uh, get my daughter her a birthday cake. She We ordered it ahead of time. The plan was walk right to the back, grab it out of the freezer, walk right to the front. Well, of course, I started seeing all these things along the way, and I'm like, I better go up and get a cart. So I go back, get a cart, put the cake in the cart, and then I left there with like $200 worth of stuff. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it's hard to get out of there with just one thing. Okay, it's Monday, so it's time for Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Here's your chance to win a $900 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Minden Diamond Jewelers. If you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. is Are you sure it's 900? I thought it was 800. Uh, That's that, what I have in my notes. No, she's right. I'm sorry. I gave JC the wrong number. It is an $800 okay. diamond pendant. I was like, well, did I miss a week? Yeah. I was trying to do that. Oh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yes, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, an $800 diamond pendant courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Do you think you can guess the song faster than I can? I'm pretty good. But, again, it's Monday, and i just coming off my birthday weekend, so I had a lot of fun. I made 
may be off my game this morning, but if you want to give it a shot, we're looking for caller 20 right now. And as always, we give it a little practice run just so you understand how the game works. And Steph is my competition for the practice run. Ready to give it a go, Steph? Uh, Kinda. Kinda with you. It was a busy weekend for me, so we'll see how I do today. Uh, Okay. Well, I think uh, you're always a formidable competitor, and I get nervous playing you, so I'm going to turn off all my stuff in here, and you can give it a go. All right, here we go. All right, Steph, let me turn this off here. Um, How was your weekend? It was busy. I had a station event on Saturday. It was so much fun, and we that was really it. That was really it. Recovery from Marcella on Friday as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Marcella was so fun. I needed a nap after that. (laughs) So I'm going to start the song. Soon as you know it, shout out. Say, got it. I'll immediately stop the clock. You'll have five seconds to identify it by artist and title. Okay. And if you go 20 seconds, you automatically stop the song and you have to give us something. Sounds good. All right. Let me reset on the clock. And you start now. Got it. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Correct. (laughs) 1.4 seconds. Ah! Can I do it, though? That's fast. That is pretty fast. That's fast. That guitar strum. I know. You know it right away. Yes, you do. Let's get Mercedes. She's in her purse. Oh. There we go. Grabbing your headphones. Mic on. Hello. 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 You weren't waiting long, were you? No, 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 no. Not at all. Okay. All right. You ready? Yes. Reset. Soon as you know it, shout out, got it, and I'll, I'll stop the clock, okay? Okay. Starts now. Got it. Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, Shallow. Uh, yeah, you did it in one second. Steph was 1.4 seconds. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. Oh, Mercedes. You were so fast. I literally hit start and stop so fast. I was watching JC do it. I don't know if you even had time, I, but it was faster than yeah. me for sure. Oh, my gosh. You got it 1.4 seconds. I'm so glad I knew it right away. Yeah. You, I couldn't even hit stop moly. fast enough. I'm like, hey, God. <laughs> yeah, job. I did hear some after the fact. I'm not going to lie, but I knew what it was. Oh, my yeah, the gosh. Clock, the, the song may trickle off. The clock stops immediately. Yes, so, exactly. Yes. Okay, so do you want to give it a go? $800 diamond pendant on the line, courtesy of Mike Lee Minden Diamond Jewelers. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It is 7.04 and it is Minden Monday here on Mix 94.1. We are ready to play Beat Mercedes Up for Grabs. An $800 diamond pendant courtesy of Mike Lee Minden Diamond Jewelers. Our contestant is on the line. It is Chris. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great. How was your weekend? It has been eventful so far. Eventful so far. Let's make it more eventful. Let's get you an $800 diamond pendant. Start. You got to beat me. Let's get this going here. So um, I'm going to leave the studio. JC is going to play a song for you when you know it. Just say got it and uh, hopefully you beat me. All right. All right. Okay. I'm out of here. All right. Mercedes is stepping out. Steph comes in here. All right, Chris, how's your music knowledge? You feel pretty confident with your knowledge in music? Um, certain eras, yes. Okay, perfect, perfect. I'm going to give you a sample song. This is that shallow song we were just we just played for Mercedes and Steph. I just want to make sure you can hear everything down the phone line, okay? Okay. Let me know you can hear this. I can hear it. Perfect. Okay, so the next song you hear will be the actual contest. We'll start the song. We'll start the clock. As soon as you know it, shout out, got it. And you have to identify it correctly by artist and title. And once you say got it, you have five seconds to give us an answer. And by the way, the song goes for a max of 20 seconds. If you don't know within 20 seconds, we automatically stop it. And you got to give us something, okay? Okay. All right, you ready, Steph? I'm ready. All right, reset some clocks. And you start now. 
All right, I stopped the clock at 3.2 seconds. What do you got there, Chris? Thriller, Michael Jackson. You are correct. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Correct. Correct. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll bring in Mercedes. Let's see if uh, Mercedes can identify faster than 3.2 seconds. Let me put you on hold. Here comes Mercedes. Turn her mic on. We're also on the 7 a.m. social club, so you can watch us on Facebook and YouTube as well. Hello. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> What's so funny? I just, it's, it just seems like it's a long time. I know. It does seem like a long time. I got to turn on You got buttons mic. and gotta, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's very methodical. Like I like lot. watching it because we're on the 7 a.m. social. We can see you come in and do your thing. Okay. Are you ready, Mercedes? Okay. Yes. So reset the clocks. I'm going to start the song as soon as you know it. Shout out. Got it. Okay. Okay. Reset and start now. Got it. Thriller, Michael Jackson. You oh, you are correct. No. Oh, my gosh. Um. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Mercedes. Yeah? You identified the song in 1.2 seconds. Okay. Now, Chris also identified the song correctly. Okay. And Chris... It took Chris... No! 3.2 seconds. Dang it. So, once again... You win. Oh, and that's such a popular song. I'm sorry, Chris. Oh, my gosh. I feel terrible. I'm. He got it so fast. I know. He did. Wow. 3.2 seconds is real fast. That is. But so is 1.2. Yes. Uh, that's just such a popular song. We just got a text here from Kelly on the 7 a.m. social. It says, what exactly goes into picking the Minden Monday song? Do you start with a list and eliminate until you have one? Genuinely curious. I come up with three songs. It's going to pop in my mind, and I send them to our committee, which is J-Love and Steph. And then we talk about the three songs that I thought of, and we go from there. And they're three different, what did you say, they're three different genres, Steph? Yeah, they're very, very different in ways how you pick it. And I see where you're going with it. And I like the way we do this. It's really fun. Yeah, that, I, I, I'm i glad you picked that song. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. Well, oh, fast. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Why do I feel so bad for winning? No, it's your I, job. I know. You can't throw the game. But now it goes up to $900, a $900 Diamond pendant courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Now, next up in the dirt, Ed Sheeran is getting ready to go to court. Why? We'll explain in five minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The Super Mario Brothers movie won the weekend box office, taking in another $58 million. Globally, it has made over $881 million. It will for sure be the first movie to cross the $1 billion mark this year. Oh, can I get a drum roll, bro? Oh, yeah, hold on a second. Hold on, I got official drum roll. Hold on okay, a second. Let me okay. get a Monday. Hold on. I got I to gotta say something. Okay, Sorry. Monday drum roll. Speaking of Mario Brothers, the award for best birthday card given to Mercedes is JC! He gave me the coolest (laughs) birthday card. It was a Super Mario Brothers card that actually played the music. And then you could do that doing, boing. And I was just messing with it. I called my brother Mario. Actually, I FaceTimed him. I'm like, look at this card. This is the coolest card I've ever seen. So thank you for that. And thank you for what was in it also. Of course, of course. Man, that card, that thing is a keeper. I usually throw out my cards unless it's really heartfelt words i.e. Steph, who I cried when I read her card. 
But you guys gave me the best birthday card, so thank you both. <laughs> That's awesome. And, it's, and now when I, get, when I handed the card to Mercedes, I was pressing the card and trying to make it have make, make the noise when it was still in the envelope, but yeah. I couldn't get it to work. Oh, man. When I opened it, I was like, what's these buttons? Oh, my God. Bling, bling. <laughs> that was so cool. Jury selection is supposed to begin in New York federal court today for a trial involving Ed Sheeran. So this suit claims that Ed copied elements of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On for his hit song, Thinking Out Loud. It's the family of songwriter Ed Talzin who wrote Let's Get It On who is suing. And they're also going after Ed's label and music publisher. So what exactly do they think Sheeran copied? They allege that Ed copied the heart of Let's Get It On, which includes the rhythm harmony and melody if the jury goes against Sheeran the court will hold another trial to figure out how much he and the labels should pay so here is here's Ed Sheeran so honey now take me into your loving arms and then Marvin Gaye I definitely hear it. Like, can you play the Ed Sheeran one again? Yeah. So, honey, now take me into your loving arms. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Yeah, it works. But, like we said before, I just I feel like that is one of those melodies that sounds like a lot of other melodies. I don't. I would hope he didn't do that. But and like I said, why would he pick a song that popular to to steal? Everyone would know right away. The people are gonna know yeah. right away. And also, I always wonder why it takes so long for these lawsuits to come to fruition. Because how long has Thinking Out Loud been out? Twenty fifteen, I think. Yeah, it's taken this long for the guy to wait. Wait a second. That sounds like the song that I wrote. Yeah, exactly. After all this time, I just figured it yeah. out. Hmm. Yeah. Harry Styles' Love on Tour is about to start up overseas. Starting, He's got dates in Denmark and Germany. Now, the numbers so far are in, and it's a record-breaking tour for Harry Styles. Love on Tour started in 2021, and it just cracked the top 10 of the highest-grossing tours of all time. With 138 shows so far, he's taken in $418 million. With 3.2 million attendees. Now, can you guess which artist has the top grossing tour of all time? Of all time? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be like a big rock band or something. Like the Rolling Stones or or like just like an old timer. Not old timer, but like... Classic rock kind of genre-ish? Yeah. Or like Elton John or Billy Joel or something like that. You named three. He's mentioned the Stones... You mentioned Billy Joel, and you mentioned Elton John. Out of those three, who are you going with? Mm. Ah, gosh, I don't know. Uh, Billy Joel. Ah. Elton John. I yeah, mean. the other oh, piano okay. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've had more experience, you know? Exactly. Uh, the Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour, Elton John, started in 2018. It's kind of an on and off, but it's still going. He's grossed $853 million with 5.5 million attendees and 293 shows. Wow. That's a lot of shows. Hey, by the way, our guy, we're just talking about Ed Sheeran. The Divide Tour is number two. Oh, that's impressive for someone that young. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Wow. $776 million. I don't know if you have this. Did you hear about the Dancing with the Stars guy? No. The way you said it, it's not good? No. Who we got? Len Goodman passed away. Are you serious? Yeah. I was sad to see that. He just seemed like such a nice man. 
He, uh, I guess he was battling uh, cancer and um, he died peacefully in his sleep. And so, yeah, I was just really sad to hear that this morning. I think they just announced, too, that he was not coming back this season. Well, um, it was like last season. Last season, that was he, it? He, Yeah, he decided that he wanted to spend more time with his family. But I wonder if maybe things were happening then. He just didn't want people to know about it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's sad news. Uh, okay, so next hour, H25, we do have Heads Up. And when you win Heads Up, we have four tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space inside the shop at Crystals. Such a cool thing. We've got four tickets for you coming up at 825. You guys, coming up next, though, uh, I got to tell you what happened this weekend. It legitimately scared me. Um, I sent a text and I was shocked at what I received in return. Completely unexpected. And I'll tell you the whole story coming up next. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best on Mix 94.1. I had just like the scare of a lifetime on Saturday night. Uh, Saturday was my birthday and my mom's in town. My daughter's in town. We went out and had a really nice dinner. Um, It came home and... I do this thing and people may think it's ridiculous, but it gives me comfort. So um, I still have my dad who passed away um, a few years ago. I have his phone number in my phone and from time to time, I'll text the number and it, you know, my mom disconnected it. So we don't have, you know, we don't have like any sort of um, phone, but it's just the number. And when I text it, it'll be things like, just thinking about you, dad, miss you. And I send it and it's in, it's in a green bubble. And so, um, for instance, let me look at the last text I saw, uh, sent. It was on, uh, Wednesday, August 3rd at 9, 18 PM. And I wrote, Sophie's going to college, dad. I'm going to miss her. Is this how it was when I left? My heart hurts. You'd be so proud of her. That was the last text I sent um, until Saturday night. So I sent a text and and keep in mind that text was in green. I, te- I sent a text on Saturday. I wrote, hi, dad. Today's my birthday. Can you believe it? I missed you singing me Las Mañanitas, but don't worry. Your sisters did it. Your birthday is coming up. I miss you so much. I send it and it comes back in blue meaning it hooked up to another iPhone. And I saw that and it said delivered. And I was Uh. like, okay. So I just put my phone down and I just kind of left it there. And that was that. So we start talking again. I kind of forget about that happening. And all of a sudden I get a text and it says Emilio Martinez. Oh, my gosh. And my heart just oh. sunk into my stomach. Oh. And I was like, okay. So I look at it and someone responded. Oh. They wrote, well, happy birthday, but you've got the wrong phone number. And I just looked at it and I was like, oh, my gosh. Do I respond to them? Do I just leave it? So I wrote back. I said, I'm sorry. This used to be my dad's number before he passed away. And I used to text it all the time because I didn't think anyone had it. I won't text it anymore. Have a great night and really sorry to bother you. And then I see red 
9 10 p.m <sighs> and i'm like oh my gosh what do i do like literally um here's a screenshot of like green and then it turns blue like so green uh, is the message you sent on your birthday no this the oh. green is the message i sent about sophie going to okay college. in august so so the next message you're expecting to go green and those that have iphones you send it you get the you see it send us one in green means they have either a non-iphone phone or if they had an iphone think the number's no longer working right and so even blue that you said it's it's, it's an active number oh my gosh so then they uh, i i sent that and then they wrote back again i get the emilio martinez it says, not a bother at all. I'm so sorry to hear that. Hope you have a wonderful birthday. And then I was like, I'm not going to go back and forth, but I put the little uh, heart thing. But then I accidentally hit call. Oh. So I was like, ah! <laughs> so I hit, I hit end call. And I'm thinking, because you always see if someone, even if it's just a second that they accidentally call and hang up, you always see it. And I was like, oh, no, they think I'm, I'm calling them. But, oh, my gosh. It's just like looking at this with, oh, that's a different screenshot. But anyway, yeah, it was yeah. just looking at that green and then it turned blue. I wanted to cry uh, like it was just so surreal. And now looking at the text thread, um, I go back this morning to go over like some of the past things that I sent to my dad, even though there was no reply and they've all disappeared. Now it's only my conversation with this person, the iMessages and everything I had, even back to when he was alive, the the funny conversations we had they're all gone. And I just am devastated. I was like, oh my God, I, is there any way to get that back? But I think now that I've had an iMessage conversation with the same number, everything before is gone. I'm so bummed out because like there were funny videos he sent me and texts that he sent me. And if I would have known that that was, that they would disappear, I would have easily just gone back and screenshotted them all. But no luck. Anyone know, uh, I mean, the the blue thing aside, anyone know a hack to that or how to recover that stuff? Because that's, that's pretty important to have all those messages to go back even when your father was alive and then all your messages through the years, sending notes on special days in your life that you're reaching out to him. There has to be a way. We're talking through your iPad or is it buried in your phone somewhere with messages or something? Anyone know the trick to that or the first step in trying to recover that? Because that, that needs to be the mission right now is to get that stuff. And also, too, I think this is a sign, Mercedes, to come in here or in your studio. And I know you have, you have voice messages from your father. To, we, we need to get those backed up somehow. Yeah. That's something. This is a sign of you lost that and... That, that's awful. Imagine if we lost the voicemail messages. If you want to come in here at some point, it's an easy plug-in. I'll leave the studio. It's an easy plug-in. You can just, you just fly through them and have them all saved. So God forbid that would happen. There'd be a, I mean, a, a double gut punch. Yeah. Someone just said they'd be in your iCloud, but I don't think they are because they were not on an Apple phone before. Um, and so I think they've just all deleted because of that. So just a warning to anyone, if you have old conversations with people that maybe are gone, screenshot all your old conversations. Like, if you want to keep them, screenshot them, because now I'm just like sick to my stomach that I don't have that stuff anymore. But I'm going to check on the iCloud, hopefully. 
Hopefully they're there, but and I doubt it. This is a trip, though, too, to think that someone... Because how, how long did your dad have that phone number for? for that was his original cell phone number? Yeah, In all these was. years, now someone else is, you know, t- starting a new life with that phone number. It's kind of weird to say that, but it's, it's you know, someone now has that number. will you know, continue the, the El Jefe legacy with that phone number. I wonder who it is. Is it a guy? Is it a girl? Older, yeah, younger? I was kind of curious parents? myself. I'm like, oh, man. So they didn't have the phone number last August. But they have them now. So I just thought, oh, man, someone just said an older phone might have the messages. That's what I'm hoping on my iPad, because my iPad is kind of older. So if they're on there praying they're on there, I'm like immediately screenshotting all of them. So Riley asked, do you guys still have the phone your dad had? My mom may have it. I hope my mom has it. But. Just crazy when I saw that they were writing back, and I saw the text bu- bubbles on the <laughs> second message. I'm like, they're writing me back again. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Um, all right, up next is the hot three. So, what do you have for us? Okay, um, Bed Bath and Beyond. We are sad to see them go. We're gonna talk about what? that. Yes, and um, a story about um, a fake product. That was online that people were completely duped about, and they got so upset. We'll tell you what that was. All that and more coming up next in the Hot 3. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, so America has been through a lot over the past 25 years, but there was one constant. You could always find that 20% off coupon to use at Bed Bath & Beyond. Even if it expired, they still took them, but that is coming to an end. Bed Bath & Beyond has been struggling for a while now, and... um, Yesterday, they declared bankruptcy. There's no restructuring or anything. It's over. The coupons are going to be only good through tomorrow. 
then they're going to be useless, but it doesn't matter because they're liquidating everything. So there's going to be really big discounts and going out of business sales. The store began in 1971 as Bed and Bath. The first store was in New Jersey. It became Bed Bath and Beyond in 1987. And in the late 90s, it started becoming a mainstream box store. And that's when the big blue coupon started. The store peaked around 2011 when there were more than 1,100 stores. Then in 2019, the trouble started and naturally the pandemic did not help at all. If you are a Bed Bath & Beyond shopper, here's what you need to know. Starting Wednesday, everything's going to be final sale and it will not be returnable. Also, be sure to use your gift cards. You have two weeks and they'll stop accepting them on May 8th. They're going to stop accepting rewards points from their loyalty program on May 15th. And if you have a registry through Bed Bath & Beyond, they're going to be reaching out to you about transferring it to a competitor's service. Oh, and we were talking earlier about when you go into Target to buy one thing, you buy multiple things. Bed Bath & Beyond would have that effect on me. If we walk in there, the little knickknacks and stuff like that I would, I would pick up and it was my go-to spot for pillows. Darn it. I miss them. I was so confused by what they had to offer. Like, here's some bedding. Also, here's a pot. And here's some candy. And then here's a candle. And then there, there's a spatula over there. Like, the candy and the stuff in the front always threw me off, though. I was just like, is this in the beyond section? What, what is, where yeah. do you cl- classify this? And they have a nice, big, huge candy selection, too. Oh, my gosh. You're waiting yeah, yeah, lots of candy there. Um, also this morning, female executives who don't know how to swing a golf cart uh, club, they are really missing out on some opportunities, according to a new study. Those opportunities would advance them in their careers. It finds This study finds that because women in general have less leisure time, and that's kind of affecting them and a round of golf can take up to four to five hours so they have less of a chance to network on the golf course after work hours and since 80 percent of fortune 500 executives say golf has helped their careers and over 70 percent of fortune 1000 ceos have done business with someone they met playing golf they say women are at a disadvantage uh, researchers suggest that companies should actually invest in golf lessons for their workers like any other professional development activity and hold those lessons during business hours that way women aren't forced to skip out because of after work responsibilities they can do it on the clock you play you used to play golf right yeah um honestly i just got fed up with it because a couple of things one like anytime someone would go to golf and they, if I was like with a group of guys, they'd ask every guy except me. Like they'd be like, hey, do you golf? You want to golf? And they just assume I did not. Mm-hmm. And I just got so frustrated. And I'd be like, I golf too. They're like, you do? Um, and then the other thing, when I did get to finally golf with people, um, you know how you have the the pro tees, the men's tees, the women's tees? Mm-hmm. Uh, after the guys would go, they'd literally drive right past the women's tee because they would forget that I needed to stop there. I'm like, so I just got really kind of disheartened about playing golf at all uh, with people, and I just stopped doing it. I've got my clubs; they're awesome clubs, but I shouldn't let that affect it. But I just got so sick of it. I, I could see how that would be frustrating too in that situation, especially going around inviting everyone, leaving you out. Like, oh, you play golf? Oh, and then you they'd say, come? I'd stop, and then they'd keep going. Then then they'd be like, oh, sorry. I'm like, yeah, it's good. And then next hole, same thing. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Seventeen more times. Like, yeah, okay. it was frustrating. I, I got a buddy of mine who feels that he's missing out on business opportunities because he does not golf and he just started taking lessons and he asked me if I wanted to join him and I just I 
I don't have any interest. I mean, I, I golfed a couple of times with friends, but it just, I lose interest out there. I just, I'm good for maybe nine holes. I'm not a good golfer, but after that, I'm like, oh, we have nine more to go. This is exhausting. Yeah, I am. I, 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 it is exhausting. I don't like to play really super competitively. I like to just play to have fun. And I played with people who take it so seriously. I remember my ball was in a, a sand trap once. And I just accidentally, I wasn't even getting ready to swing. I just accidentally, um, my, my club touched the sand. And she's like, that's a stroke. I'm like, what? It's like, that's a stroke. Your club touched the sand. I'm like, seriously? And she's like, yes. Like, okay, one is done. Let's go to number two. You know? Way too much competition. I'm right there with you. Just relax. We're going to have fun. It's fun, yeah. Finally this morning, the fact that the internet fell for this is great, but now more than a few people want someone to actually make it. What do you think? There's a fake product called Baby Mute, and it went viral this week. It's a mask you strap to your kid's head to muffle their crying. <laughs> A fake website for it claims it quiets the sound of their cries by 87%. You can actually check it out at babymute.com. At first glance, it does look legit. There's a photo of a kid wearing one and another that shows it in the packaging. The tagline is, muzzle your baby during long flights and movie nights. If you try to order it, it says that they are currently sold out. There's also a Q&A section, some five-star reviews, and two photos of doctors who supposedly helped develop the mask. The doctors' names are big tip-ops that it's fake because they're both R-rated. I cannot say the names on the air. <laughs> uh, the, say, uh, the site says a guy named Brad Goss is behind it, and that part is actually true. He's a comedian from Canada who posted a link to Instagram on Tuesday. It went viral after someone posted a screenshot on Reddit. A lot of people who fell for it were angry, obviously, because it didn't seem safe and they thought it was cruel, but Brad says the whole thing was supposed to be a joke. He made the site using ChatGPT and created the images with another AI program called MidJourney. People went nuts over this thing. It's babymute.com? Yeah. I just tried to log on to it and I got denied. Uh, connection denied by geolocation setting. Blocked country, Russia. Oh, man. Hold on. Let me see, see if we can get through to it. Thing. It might be our network. Yeah. Because they have a very... Oh, no, I got it. It's right here. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the baby mute mask. <laughs> it's not like a mask that you wore for COVID. Yeah. It looks like um, one of those masks that you use for snorkeling, but a little baby one. Yeah, tiny one on the mouth. <laughs> here in the 8 o'clock hour at 825, we, we're doing a heads up. When you win heads up, tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space inside the shops at Crystals. Those are yours at 825. It is 7.58, Mercedes in the morning. If you ever want to reach out and be a part of the show, you got to give us a call or shoot us a text. Our number is 702-364-9400. We would love to hear from you. And I wish I could text all of you and thank you guys for making Friday uh, just an amazing day for me. Friday was Marcella. The two of you just worked your butts off and created such a fun show. So I thank you again. I feel like I can't thank you enough. It was so much fun. And I was texting staff over the weekend and she said that you were still like laughing over something that happened on the show on Friday. Yes, it was hysterical. I mean, all the guests were great. Everyone that stopped by, Jason Giambi. But my favorite thing from Marcella had to have been the Las Vegas celebrity dating game that we did oh. with you. <laughs> you guys, that was 
for a recap, they did this game where there were three disguised voices. And um, basically, it was like a mini dating game where they asked questions. And based on those questions, I had to select whose answer I liked the best. And you guys set it up like it was celebrities. You literally said it was celebrities. It was not celebrities. It was you, J-Love, and my husband. (laughs) Not celebrities, okay? So I was like thinking, okay, maybe Nate Schmidt is one. Um, Maybe we have like the uh, former mayor, Oscar Goodman, as one. I'm trying think what celebrities are a part of this and wow that was uh my husband was kind of like really are you serious based on what happened let's we can play the audio because it is funny hearing it side by side of how the person sounded the regular voice and how it sounds when it's processed but when steph and i were talking about the bit we were talking about getting celebrities and then we're like well what if we did it this way and just made it super awkward when she picked the celebrity and it's one of us and it's also fun to play along you're listening in your car you can you know in your mind okay i like celebrity a's answers i like celebrity b's answers it's fun to play along but the first question we asked our celebrities was you, your first date with mercedes what would it be like? And then this was Celebrity One, the, the processed voice answer. This question has to deal with where we are in our dating process. If it was during the football season, I would fly her to Denver for a Denver Broncos game and go see her mom and hang out. And uh, that'll be our date, our first date. And that was, that was Jay Love, our boss, who does middays here at Mix 94.1. Here's what it sounds like raw without the processing. This question has to deal with uh, where we are in our dating process. If it was during the football season, I would fly her to Denver for a Denver Broncos game and, you know, go see her mom and hang out. And uh, that'll be our date, our first date. That, like now, obviously, you can hear the voice. And he put on that that country twang, which really threw me for a loop. My favorite from J-Love was the last, qu- the last question we had. And it's the way he says the last word. I think the question was, you've been dating a couple of weeks now, and you're ready to make the first move. What's your plan? Right, here, you want the process version oh, for gosh. first? Sure, okay, let's here's do the process. the process. Well, my plan will be that if we're at my house watching Alchemy of Souls, <laughs> and then when the episode ends, where she's not expecting it, I'll go right in for that little smacker. <laughs> little smacker. <laughs> here's what it sounded like uh, in normal, well, with a southern accent. Well, my plan will be that if we're at my house watching Alchemy of Souls, and then when the episode ends, where she's not expecting it, I'll go right in for that little smacker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what was Are this? you kidding me? What was the second question? The second question was, name your favorite Mercedes quality. Is uh, Matt B? Matt is B, okay, yes. Okay, here was, here was Matt. Her wit, but her smile was fantastic. That, this is that deep voice? And here's what Matt sounded raw. Her wit, but her smile was fantastic. I and that should have been the dead giveaway because no one ever says that about me except for him that his he he always tells me just randomly I just love your wit or if I say something funny he's like man you are so witty and I I just that was my clue that's Matt but then J Love threw me completely off when he talked about alchemy of souls because I thought 
Matt was the only person that knew I loved that show. Like, how would J-Love know that I like Alchemy of Souls? Stephanie Sedella. <laughs> it was me. He asked for help. He was very smart. He goes, okay, before we record, what's your favorite show? All right, all right, all right. And then Denver Brown goes, okay, maybe I'll bring up the Yankee. He's so good at how he planned this. I love that about him. Oh, it was so funny. I got, I got home and, well, actually, my husband came here to the radio station to help me with some stuff. And he's like... How come you picked J Love over me? I'm like, I didn't know it was him. Well, it's hard too because with the, with the cadence too, we said try maybe write out your answers or change the cadence because we all have crutches and a cadence the way we talk, especially I do. And after I played my answer on uh, the second question, you thought for a second it was Dave Gosher. I did, just based on like the kind of snarky. Uh, answers and he's pretty funny and so i was like oh that's got to be dave gosher for sure it's dave gosher he always gives me a hard time for like for liking the broncos and stuff like that and that's what made me think it was definitely him so that question was what's your favorite quality about mercedes and here was my answer it's definitely not the fact that she's a broncos fan (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i've listened to mercedes over the years and (laughs) i've listened to mercedes over the years and and here's how it sounds normal voice it's definitely not the fact that she's a broncos fan (laughs) 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 i've listened to mercedes over the years and she has a great sense of humor and compassion because of that you have someone that brings out the best in you and i adore that man I need some help next time. That was just so ridiculous that the three guys I probably spend the most time with in my <laughs> life, I couldn't figure out who was who. Well, I was talking to some people Friday night uh, and saying that we should make this like a regular feature, but have different celebrities, different people behind the voice. And you want to know who it is. You just have to pick. It's a fictional dating game. You have to pick. You're just based on the answers. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it was fun. I have to say that. And you guys really got me on that. I... I was convinced I'd figure it out. Just the whole day was so much fun and just so much mystery. It was it was such a great time. I'm bummed I have to wait for another year. But we're not going to do it next year, right? We're just done. This is too much work. <laughs> no, too much no, work. no. We'll do a half birthday celebration. A half birthday. Okay, well, yours is up next. Oh, actually, Steph's Steph is up is next. next. Yeah. yeah. Now, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. I'm cool with just gift cards. Uh... That's it. Nope. I think we should have Mary Stephanus personally. (laughs) (laughs) Make it a Christmas-themed birthday party. Why not? Oh, a Christmas-themed birthday party. We wish you a Merry Stephanus. We wish you a Merry Stephanus. Stephanus. I like it. Christmas trees in the studio and everything. Yes. Oh, Oh, Santa could come and Santa could be disguised. Like, it could be a real celebrity disguised as Santa and you have to try to figure out who it is. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. Guess the reindeer. We better guess planning, JC. We got a lot ahead of us here. Uh, Coming up here this hour, those tickets to Disney Animation Immersive Experience. We have those for you at 825. I'm I'm sorry. I was half paying attention. Was this you? No, I would never do this. I would never do this. I was getting something coordinated here in the studio and I'm half listening to you. I thought he said it was you. No. So Saturday night, um, we went out to dinner uh, for my birthday and the restaurant we went to had a lot of prom couples in there. Prom was on Saturday for a lot of uh, a lot of high schoolers. And it was so cute to see them all in their dresses. They look there was like in my neighborhood, one of the homes um, was hosting like the pictures 
And there was no less than 30 people in front of their house, all the couples and the parents like taking pictures. And I was looking out the window. I'm like, oh, my gosh, those girls look so pretty. Oh, my gosh. So we went to this restaurant and there was a prom couple there and they were sitting right by our booth to, to, to the point where I literally was looking directly at them. That's the way they were set up. And I felt like kind of a creeper. But um, I just she looked really pretty. He looked very handsome. And the first thing I noticed about them sitting at their table was that they were sitting next to each other. It was a four top. And instead of sitting across from each other, having a conversation, they were sitting right next to each other. And they'd like look at each other to talk and turn their head. And then, you know, he'd do the same. And it just looked so awkward. Like, if they were just facing each other, they wouldn't have as much of a struggle. But she'd be like, do you like this steak? And then he'd be like, yeah. Do you like it? Yes. It's still, like, it was just a lot of head turning. And I I thought, why did they sit like that? That's just such a, it's such a frustrating thing when you could just sit across from each other and have the conversation. So my question is, are you a same side sitter? Are, are most people same size sitters? Because I never am. If Matt and I go out to dinner, we are sitting directly across from each other if it's that situation. Now, if we're in a booth with, you know, we are definitely sitting next to each other because it's a booth, you know, not like a booth where there's two on one side, two in another, but more like a circular booth. If it's two on one side and two on the other in a booth. I'm in one side, he's on the other, and we look at each other to talk to each other. Now, Laura and I are the same way, but there is, I think, kind of a little caveat there is when we do our dinner on Friday night, we go to the same restaurant, Other Mama, and we sit at the bar. They have bar seating, and we sit at the bar every Friday. That's what we love sitting at the bar. So we sit next to each other at the bar, but that works to me. It's different in a bar setting. I don't know it's why totally it's different. It's totally different. There's it, no option to sit across there. True. Yeah. And you know, the, we talk to the bartender who's in front of us, and the way the bar, we're kind of at the corner of the bar. We always know the people next to us. So it's kind of one big conversation. But as far as regular dining, we are always 100% sit across from each other. And I remember it was the last girl that I dated before, Laura. We went out to a restaurant. This was like the first time we went to a restaurant just together. It was Outback in Virginia. I'll never forget it. We sit down. She sits down on the booth side. I sit down on the table side. She goes, what are you doing? Like, what? She goes, over here. Oh, no. Oh. No, no, no. Okay. So I went over there and I sat next to her. The only time I think that's adorable is when it's like an older couple, like in their 70s or 80s, and they're like, they're so cute. They want to be next to each other. Like, I think that's cute. And it's not that I don't think it's uncute. I just think that it's inconvenient. And I feel bad for the couple when they could just look directly ahead, have a nice conversation instead of turning. But like, are you a side sitter or are you a same side sitter or a, a front sitter? I, I, I'm wondering if that's more common than I thought. I just... I'm not a fan. Um, call and let us know what you think. 702-364-9400. I'm wondering if it was prom, like they felt like they had to sit next to each other. Uh, Steph, how are you and James when it comes to that? When we're alone, it's always across. We never really sit next to each other. I think it's awkward, kind of like what you guys said. But there was a time that I kind of liked it. And it was because we were with my cousin and her boyfriend at the time. We went to Korean barbecue and that's where you have to cook your own meals. The grill is in the middle. And so James and I were sitting next to each other. My cousin and her boyfriend were sitting across from us. And it was really nice to catch up with them in a long time and see both of their reactions 
versus having to go to the side or going to the front and switching over and over. So it, when when it comes to group settings, I do it like it when James is on the side of me versus in front of me. Yeah, when it's another couple, Matt and I sit on one side, they sit on the yeah. other because it's we're mostly talking to them. And then we usually set it up where the guy of the other couple is sitting directly across from Matt and the girl of the other couple is sitting across from me because usually she and I talk and he they talk. But um, yeah, when it's just you two alone, it's across, right? Yeah, it's always across. And I'm thinking of the, the couple setting in the last two times we went to dinner with a couple. Yeah, I sat, my buddy sat across from me. Laura sat next to me. And then his wife sat next to him across from Laura. One one time we ended up in a weird like seating position. I ended up sitting next to the other husband, and Matt ended up sitting next to the other wife just because uh, uh, they wanted to. Like I just I don't know how it got screwed up, and so we're sitting there. I'm like, why am I sitting next to this guy? So I was like, hey, can we switch? Because this is weird. And they're like, oh yeah, uh, let's talk to Judy really quick. Judy, are you a same side sitter? Only if we're with other people, and then we share food. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the sharing of the food, or rather, the taking of his food. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. We're getting texts. My grandparents always sat next to each other because my grandfather couldn't hear. Oh, yeah. So she's right there. Just kidding. Harold. All right. What are you getting? Uh, This one says I didn't go on a second date because the guy sat next to me during the first date. It was so awkward, and I felt trapped always across. And then this one says... I can't stand sitting on the same side of the table as my spouse, alone or not. I'd rather look across the table to talk. Yeah, so awkward. That is weird. I remember that night too. The girl that I, that she made me sit next to her. Like we met there at the restaurant, and she she didn't want to drive. We go back to my place, and she didn't want to drive there, so I had to like drive us back to my place together. Leave your car at the restaurant. It was really weird. Oh, and then you had to take her back. Yeah, yeah. Like the night, oh. the night was wrapping up, and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna head home." I'm like, "Oh, wait, I can take you back to the restaurant to get your car." She sounds high maintenance. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, let's do this right now. It is time to win. We want caller twenty at seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. That's you. You're playing heads up, and we got a really cool prize for you. We have four tickets for you to see the Disney Animation Immersive Experience. It's happening at the Lighthouse Art Space. It is so cool if you've seen like the virtual bank ghost things like that it's that but it's disney your favorite disney movies your favorite disney characters it is going to be a blast for the whole family so if you want to go with four tickets right now be caller 20 you get to pick your category and your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you are going caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 it's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get us a contestant. Ray, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? All right, let's do it. All right, we want to get you these four passes to check out the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space. Five categories to choose from this morning. Do you want to go with movie premiere, payphone, employee, batter up, or Iron Man? You know what? I'm going to just go oddball. Let's go employee. Employee. Very cool. Okay. National Plumbers Day is coming up, and these are all different occupations, okay? Okay. Okay. So who do you want to pick as your partner today? 
I would like to go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Ray, 60 seconds on the clock. It's six correct, and you win. You guys, you start now. This is the person who runs the school. Um, the Principal. Yes. This is what you see with all the cones out on the roads. The people working there are... Construction workers. Yes. This is the people, Metro, they are the... Please. Yes. Um, when you go out to eat, a female server is also known as a... Waitress. Yes. This is the person who goes up into space and checks things out up there. Not. Yes. Um, this is the person that makes clothes. They're the fashion what? Designer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need your help. Oh, Ray, you were so good. Wow. What a pro. Congratulations. <laughs> And all that while driving down the 95 with these road construction workers. <laughs> On hands-free, of course, yes. right? <laughs> On hands-free, of course. Ray, yeah. you're all set. Congratulations. Four tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space inside the shops at Crystals. And this is a great prize. We're going to have it all week long for you at 825 when you win. Heads up. It's Mix 94.1. You know what part in the movie just got me? Like, just got me where I just could not stop crying was the end of Twilight when the whole series was over and they showed all the characters and who played who. And that song was playing and I was just like, oh, it's over. Why? I was so upset. And they went deep, too. I remember there was like second and third tier characters they were showing. They showed everyone, but... Twilight might be coming back. Yeah, in a, a series. TV series. Yeah. yeah, we might get some more Twilight. It, there was um the who was the red haired vampire on Twilight? Do you remember her name? Oh, Annabelle. No. Was uh, there Annabelle on it? I, I, Annalise. Uh, I don't think so. It, oh, she was Victoria. <laughs> Victoria, That's what she was. Close. Well, she was played by two different actresses, and they showed both of them. Oh, she there. was. There was an which. Yeah, the, Bryce Dallas Howard was one of them. Mm-hmm. And then who was the other one? Um, they just recast her. Uh, someone, something Lefever. Uh, I can't remember, but yeah, they had two. They had two of the Victorias, and then they switched them midway. And at the end, they showed them both as Victoria was really cool. Oh, that was such a sad. That's such a. I mean, it, it came full circle that that movie, then that song playing. Yeah, uh, that was a moment. So good. Okay, so earlier this morning, did HOAs come up? Yeah, because I was uh, I was talking about there's a car in my neighborhood, new neighbors, where the guy is parking right on the on the corner there, and when you take the corner, there's a chance you're gonna hit his car. He's just parked really close to the to the curb there, and so I thought about leaving a note, you know, giving him a heads up, and then he suggested maybe taking a photo and sending it to the HOA because yes. the HOA will sweep in quickly and change any issues in the neighborhood. Well, sometimes the HOA can be your best friend, and sometimes they can be your worst enemy. You know, if you want something fixed, looking better, you go to them; they can really help you out. If but sometimes you'll get like you'll get fines for things that either you don't understand or that are just ridiculous. And I was talking to someone the other day and they told me that they got we're going through all this stuff with our grass. Remember how the um, water district people came out and told us how we can water smart and they did all this thing. So it looks like we're going to have to uh, replace this patch of grass and xeriscape it. And but before we do that, we have to get approval from our HOA and they literally will make us draw out 
on a piece of paper what we plan to do with it like how many bushes are you going to put in what color rocks like it's a whole thing so it's kind of a pain but i understand it because they want it looking nice in the neighborhood so i was talking to a friend about that and she told me that she recently got fined from her hoa and guess what she was fined for like this i think it's kind of ridiculous but maybe it's maybe it's not and have you ever received a fine that was just ridiculous from your HOA? Who got the most ridiculous HOA fine? So she got a fine for about her cat, okay? So I guess her her cat snuck out of the house. Um, when someone opened a door, he, like, zoomed out, mm-hmm. and she didn't realize it. So she gets this fine for 50 bucks because... Uh, she let her animal run loose in the neighborhood. She's like, first of all, I did not let it. Second of all, I, I don't think he was out there very long. She says that eventually she opened the door and he was back in the house. So she she's like, do I have to really pay for letting my animal go outside? Like, what's going on? And they were they were like adamant. Yes, you do. That is against the CCNRs and you have to pay the 50 bucks. So I just thought that was a very odd uh request from the HOA. And how they know it was her, unless a neighbor snitched on her cat. Be like, how do they know that so A, someone had to see the cat loose to report it. There's a loose cat in our neighborhood. And then B, say, oh, I believe it belongs to this address. Because how else would they tag it back to her house? I don't know if your um, HOA makes you do it. Ours does. If you have pets, you have to se- you have to send who, what um, breed they are, what its name is, what the color is. Really? Yeah. So I'm we, sure we do, but I have yet to do it. Yeah. I so never, we really. have to do that. So maybe it, it's the same thing. I'm guessing. I know her cat does wear a um, a collar because it jingles every time I see it. Ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, well, if it's jingling, how did it get out without you noticing? <laughs> and she says she's just numb to the jingle. Like she doesn't even hear it anymore. Like when a baby's crying after a while, I just get used to it. I, yeah. I didn't, I, I've never registered our pets. I better look into that. I'm someone like you. So I'm guessing. Do all Summerlin residents have to register their pets? Yeah, I, it, well, it's not a Summerlin one. It's our neighborhood. Our neighborhood thing? Yeah, so I, it might not be in your neighborhood one. But um, who's received the most ridiculous HOA fine? Abir is on. Hey, Abir. Hello, how are you? Good. Did you get a weird fine? I did. So, so far, I had a bench sitting outside my house just to sit outside, and I was fined about $350. For the bench? Yeah, and it was a very, very pretty bench. What, what's the whole reason behind that? Like, you have to ask their permission, they don't allow benches, they're bored, what is it? So, yeah, they don't allow anything outside the house besides the bushes and rocks. Oh. <laughs> you can't, like, set up patio furniture or something to sit out front? My neighbors do that all the time. They have chairs out front to watch the kids play in the street and everything. I don't know. That's illegal in the HOA. Yeah, God forbid you make your front yard look actually nice instead of just rocks and dirt. You know, you want to hang out there. I, the thing we and and I had to fix it. It was like a fix it or get fine thing. It was paint, and it was our garage door was starting to peel. And I got a note from the HOA saying we needed to paint our garage door or face a fine. And at that point, the uh, the lady from the HOA came over to give me my paint code because I didn't know her paint code. So she came to the house and and she pointed out, you know, just as a heads up, just looking at your house, the way things were going. Going, you're probably going to have to paint the house in the, within the next year. So I ended up painting the entire house because of the HOA. Oh, well, I, and I get that. Like, you sign the rules, and they have to enforce them. But at the same time, sometimes it can be 
a lot. But at the end of the day, they're there to protect the, you know, integrity of the neighborhood. It's funny because uh, in our neighborhood, one of our neighbors, we have like the house numbers on the house. And um, I guess they got fined because their house numbers had faded in color. They're black and they they started chipping and they they had to replace them. They got a letter saying, hey, these need to be replaced. So instead of going and buying new numbers and putting them up, he went out there with a Sharpie and just colored them black. <laughs> and they were good as new. You can see it, yeah, right? it was good as new. Uh, let's talk to, to um, Sarah, who is an HOA manager, and she wants to set the record straight on things. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, uh, really good. Thanks for calling because we need to hear from the HOA side of things. What do you want? What are you thinking? <laughs> well, I just want to make sure that everybody understands. Nobody can get a fine unless you've already been notified at least one time first. Oh. So everybody's gotten a letter first warning them that if you don't fix this situation, you are going to be fined. And at that point, they send you to your hearing. You go to your hearing. You do what you say. You tell them your story. And then they decide whether you're going to be fined or not. If you don't come and you're still in violation, they're going to get a fine. And so, they're going to continue to get fined. Now, let me, can I ask you a couple questions just since we have an actual HOA person on the phone? Um, when, uh, first of all, do most people just approach you automatically by s- screaming at you? Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh, so if we, if we nobody likes their HOA manager, oh. nobody. But if we approached you in a better way, would you guys be more inclined to maybe give an extra couple weeks on something, or be a little more lenient, or are you just like strict by the book? It's got to be this way. Oh, no, 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 no. You can most certainly contact us. You can come to the hearing. You can let us know, listen, I have a situation. I was out of town. I had a death in the family. I had some financial difficulties. And your board will work with you. Most boards. I can't say all of them. But most boards will work with you. It's just a matter of making that phone call and talking to your HOA manager. I've got a question. So, so I, there's a, there's an online. If there's an issue in your neighborhood, there's an online area where you can you can I guess file a complaint. Say this is the issue in our neighborhood. I've, I've spoken to my neighbor. This is the issue, and then you have to give your information on that form. Does your information ever get back to the neighbor that the complaint was lodged against? No, and I, I've worked for three different management companies, and all three management companies, their policy is that that information stays strictly confidential. We don't want any fights with your neighbor, so obviously we're going to keep you um, confidential. We're not going to say anything to your neighbor. Oh, your next-door neighbor sent us a photo of your cat roaming the neighborhood, <laughs> um, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Well, you know what you do, it really is, I mean, it, it's got to be tough. And people, if you if you have an issue with your HOA, what's the saying? You can attract more bees with honey than vinegar. Maybe we're nicer. Hey, what kind of presents do you like? What kind of sweets that we could send your way? Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, people have sent me flowers before, and most of them are just realtors that are selling the home, and I've just tried to help them with the situation. And then they'll send me flowers. I've done this for 20 years. I've gotten a lot. I've gotten weeds also sent to me in the mail. Oh, weeds. <laughs> you want me to pull my weeds? Here they Here are. Here the weeds. Oh, bless you, Sarah. Thank you so much for calling. <laughs> Be nice to your HOA, but also report those neighbors. 
neighbors when they violate the rules. <laughs> they can't find that at you. I got to jump online right now. <laughs> Coming up here, we have the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about uh, what first dates are happening now with Gen Z. It's not your typical, let's go grab dinner and drinks. So we'll tell you what they're choosing instead. Also, the food disgust test. It reveals what grosses you out, and it's going viral. We'll tell you all about that. And, uh, yeah, we've got that and much more coming up in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Well, when it comes to dating, younger singles are choosing yoga and boot camps over bars. A new survey from the dating app Bumble found that 46% of Gen Zers and millennials in the United States have gone on an active first date, like exercising, going to a fitness class, or going for a bike ride. The trend uh, dovetails with younger people drinking less and less. And then another report found that Gen Zers and millennials consume significantly less booze than older generations did when they were young. The dating app Hinge also found that 30% of its users prefer sober dates. Sophie uh, talked to you about the drinking on campus. Is she, is she surrounded by a lot of parties? Is her, are her roommates <laughs> drinking? What's the situation like for her in college? Well, I'm not going to divulge anything personal as to what, but um, yeah, there's there's quite a bit of drinking and uh, she's not a drinker. She just, she doesn't even like, there's one alcohol she likes and it's fruit punch flavored truly <laughs> we got very specific on yeah, that like, and she's like i like it because it doesn't taste like alcohol does she drink no i think she took a sip of someone's ones um but she was telling me how um she was actually here in town uh visiting us and she kept getting all these texts and i'm like is everything going is everything okay and she's like uh there's a big party tonight and some she was getting texts from someone who was not involved in it but relaying to her what she was seeing there's a big party going on tonight and uh there's a girl that lives in our dorm that is pretty messed up and i was like oh is she okay Does she, you know she's like i guess she's getting sick a lot and she got locked out of her room and we can't call the RAs because then they'll know. And I was like, so what are they going to do? They're like, we're trying. She said, the friend said, we're trying to find her a bed to sleep in. So they're knocking on girls' doors <laughs> in the dorm. Like, do you have a spare bed that she can sleep in? So it was just kind of crazy. But so yeah, college. a lot of it, a lot of it still goes on. <laughs> well, good for her for not, you know, and, and not going down that road and stuff and keeping a clean head. My gosh. Well, she, she goes with friends who do drink. And mm-hmm. she's like, I always end up the babysitter helping me. Making sure people don't get too crazy. That's just kind of her role. It's nice know? to have that friend, though, too, if yes. you're going out. Because I was the, you know, I was the love to go out and party and stuff. And it, there was that, yeah, that one friend that wasn't as hard as a party or didn't party at all as far as drinking. It was nice to have that person to turn to at the yeah. end of the night. Yeah, I mean, like, she's tasted certain things. If if she's home and I have, like, a glass of wine, I'm like, do you want to tra- taste this? And she'll taste it. Ugh, I don't like that. <laughs> um, glass of champagne, do you want to try it? She tastes it. She's like, hmm, I actually like that one. So... I'm not like super strict in that way. And I know college is college. Kids are going to do what they want to do. But um, she says the big drinks of choice are just straight vodka, um, like uh, like White Claw type drinks. Mm. And uh, what was the other one she said? I was like, oh, it was something else straight. Like, 
maybe it was fireball or something like that. I was like, oh my gosh, I forget it. It was for us. It was whatever, whatever we can get our hands on because we weren't twenty one. And don't don't drink unless you're twenty one. But it was always like my buddy's dad had a bar downstairs, and we'd go out, and he would take something from there. It was just like it was like a gamble. I remember. We got wild turkey. What's wild turkey? Let's drink it. Whoa, it's disgusting. What is it? I know it's, it's a, a whiskey. It's a but... whiskey. Yeah, it's a strong whiskey. But wild turkey was like our go-to because his dad had so much wild turkey in his basement, he didn't notice what it was missing. So that was like our go-to drink was wild turkey. I'm like, oh my gosh. The thing to do uh, when we were in school was uh, go to the parents' liquor cabinet, get the vodka, pour it into another bottle, and then put water back in that. And nobody knew that. Uh, you could put vodka in the freezer and it wouldn't freeze. But if you put water in the freezer, it does freeze. So one of our friend's dads was like, why is my vodka frozen? <laughs> like he knew right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also this morning, a lot of people are going to go on vacation over the summer. And most of us don't get as much time off from work as we like. So we really look forward to those vacations when they roll around. Unfortunately, Things don't always work out as planned, and that can lead to disappointment. So many people experience this that less than half of American travelers feel that their getaway was as good as they expected. They asked 2,000 American adults who've traveled traveled internationally during the last five years about their experience and found only 45% say their trip lived up to or exceeded the ideal getaway that they envisioned. Um Travelers were still happy if they got to do what they set out to do on vacation, um, but it just wasn't always what they expected. Some people say uh, that they were able to get over their initial disappointment and enjoy their getaway, but uh, 67%, they say they take responsibility, admitting that their own planning had led to their disappointment while traveling. When, when you guys do your like summer vacation, it's a different spot every year. Do you ever do repeats? Um. Well, we have done repeats in the past. Like uh, We went to... Budapest once and then like four years later we went again to take my mom with us um but usually we try to mix it up what about you guys um like our thing the past three summers has been Wyoming and we love it up there we go to Jackson Hole and then we go to Cody year one was like kind of feeling things out and then year two was awesome because we kind of knew the lay of the land and found some restaurants and then year three when we went up we kind of followed the same path as year two because year two was so much fun as far as restaurants and where we stayed. And it was a great time, but it wasn't as fun as year two. So this year we're talking about going up there again. But if we do go up there again, do everything completely different. Stay in a different place. Make sure we try different restaurants because still experience the town, but different restaurants and places to stay instead of repeating the same place every year. Yeah, I think that a lot of people have like that go-to. Like Mm -hmm. our go-to destination was always like, on spring break, we go to San Diego. We all like there's the same hotel we stay at. We do all that, but then during the summers we would try to switch it up. And then some some summers we're like we're too tired or we don't have enough money to go anywhere. So let's make home a vacation, and it never works out that way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm just at home. What is so great about you get this? two days into it? Like, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, finally, this morning taking a test may not be everyone's idea of fun, but thousands of folks on Twitter have been having a blast with this one. Um, a Twitter user tweeted that they had just taken the food disgust sensitivity test saying it, this is 10 times more fun than the Myers-Briggs test and they shared this link so this test um is developed based on the work of researchers who created this food disgust sale uh, scale and it covers eight categories some of those are animal flesh hygiene human contaminants mold uh stuff like that so 
of people have responded to the original tweet with their results. So apparently a lot of people are are eating up the test that reveals their food-related triggers. I actually took this test last night, and I got... I got a 40% saying that's my disgust level. I, I'm disgusted by 40% of things. Here's some of the questions, for example. Answer yes or no. Disgusting or not disgusting. Um, I do not eat cucumbers that have ripened so much that they can be bent. Um, disgusting or not disgusting? Not disgusting. Okay. Um, how about this one? It is gross if a chef in a restaurant tastes a soup with a spoon without washing it every time he does so. Oh, um, I think it's disgusting, but I know what happens and I just don't see it. But I would say if I saw it happening, I would think it's disgusting. Okay. What about this one? It is nauseating to have a whole fish, including its head, served to me on my plate. Not at all. No, I like that. You like that? Mm-hmm. I, I always take the head and I make it talk. I'm like, <laughs> hello. How's it's a toy doing? when you're done, right? Yeah. The higher the number in the score, the more food disgust that person has. And users have been sharing their scores. Um you know, some people are getting really low on it. I was kind of surprised mine was 40. I thought it would be a lot lower, but I guess I have some disgust with a lot of things. Were there any standouts that, that you remember on the test? Like, ooh. I, I remember one being, um, if there is mold, uh, if there is some mold on a piece of cheese, would you cut it off and still eat the cheese? And I remember my dad doing that to us when we were little. Um, now I would not. I would not. Yeah. But, but what's funny is then there's a question about, do you eat blue cheese? Which is technically there's mold in it. And I was like, not disgusting. I love blue cheese, <laughs> Give but, me the blue but cheese. I don't want mold on top of the cheese. <laughs> Coming up here in the nine o'clock hour, we have jerk or justified. Should you charge family for babysitting and daycare? We'll get into it in just about 10 minutes. It's Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning. Mercedes in the morning. And it is time for all of us to be the judge. It's time for Jerk or Justified. Hey, um, I have a, uh, just, we can do it later, but I have an update on one of our past Jerk or Justified. Oh, I saw the one came in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. That one came in. And so we can talk about that later. But if you haven't ever have an issue that you want to put out there and have us talk about and have our listeners weigh in, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us your, uh, issue at mix uh 941.fm go to the website email us and tell us uh what's going on here this one's from brandon and brandon writes hello mercedes hello jc here is one for your in my jerk segment my wife has been watching our nephew my wife's sister's kid twice a week while working at home my wife let's call her kelly does not charge her sister anything and thinks it's a great opportunity for them to bond even though it is admittedly a big job and a bit disruptive between us and your listeners, I think the kid is a brat. He's already broken a chair and scratched the wall in the hallway. On top of it, he's terrorizing the cat. I think Kelly should start charging for babysitting. Kelly doesn't believe she should charge to babysit because it's family. Am I a jerk here? And it's signed, Brandon. What do you think? Charging a family member to babysit. Is that just wrong all the way around? Is it only wrong uh, or is it something you should do if the kid is causing an issue? Um, Brandon, with all due respect, I don't think you're a jerk, but I think you're being a little jerky. And the reason why is it's and it, it really doesn't have anything to do with family or not. It has to do with the fact that you're not babysitting and Kelly is. So Kelly gets to decide if she wants to charge. 
or if she does not want to charge. Now, yes, the scratch on the wall in the hallway, the broken chair. I think you go to mom or her sister and say, hey, he scratched our wall. Hey, he broke our chair and and ask her to take care of that. With the cat issue, um, that's something that you need to teach him at an early age. Not you, but the, the kid's mom. Um, that you, We don't mess with cats and dogs like that. Because if you don't take care of that at a young age, that could be an issue in the future. So I would just try to nip that in the bud right now. But I don't think it's for you to say that she charges or not. If she wants to charge, let her charge. If she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to because you're not babysitting. If you are babysitting, go ahead. Charge. That's what I think. I think you're on point right there. That's, I didn't think about the cat thing, too, because those cats will strike back. Yeah. My, yeah. He'll learn real fast. <laughs> yeah. Cats will mess around. Dog might give a little... Yeah, dog will still get you back. But the cat had my brother. The cat swayed back and got him right in the face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you got to stop that. You can nip that in the butt. I think you're right on point there, Mercedes. With the If he's not doing the babysitting... Because even, even so, as far as, as far as charging family, what if he was part of part of the watching the kid do you still think it's okay to charge family um personally i do think it is okay but i wouldn't if you want to if Mm -hmm. you think you need to go for it um if i had someone watching my kids i would offer to pay if they said no don't worry about it then um i would get them things like Hey, you know, it's a weekend. Here's a bottle of wine. Enjoy. Thank you so much for babysitting my child. Or, hey, I got you guys a a gift card to go to this restaurant. Or here's an Amazon gift card. And if I found out my kid broke something, I would immediately replace it or give you the money for it. Now, I know not everyone does that, but um, I just... When people say what you should do, but they don't do it, that's what gets me. Mm -hmm. It's like, I like advice, but don't tell me what I have to do when you have no idea. Let's hope your uh, sister-in-law is not listening when we call the kid a brat. Names have been changed here, but yeah. I yeah. think the kid's a brat. Ooh, that's yeah, pretty that's pretty mean for the uncle to say that. But <laughs> hey, you're entitled to your opinion. Um, this text just came in. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. It says, depends on the situation, but the sister should offer something. I agree. It's always nice to offer. It's up to you to accept it. But it would be nice if they did offer you something instead of just dumping the kid off and expecting it to be all okay, you know? Get out of the car. I'm going to work. You watch them. I'm not even going to slow down. Just uh, <laughs> jump out. <laughs> Rolls in your driveway. Yeah, exactly. I'm terrorize that cat. Do you want to tackle that update? Oh, yeah. Let me get the email here. I thought it was really cool. Um, it says, I don't know if... Um, we're supposed to use names on this one, so I'm just going to keep it quiet. It was basically about the situation where they were godparents to um, a friend's daughter, and the daughter lives with the father. The mother of that daughter was asking for help. She didn't have any place to live. She didn't have any money. Her ex-boyfriend kicked her out. She didn't have a job. And and they tried to help her, but she just kept coming back for help every time. And finally, they put their foot down and said, we can't do this anymore. You're in, and she wanted to stay at their house. They we can't you can't do this anymore. Um, so they decided to just let her go out and do her own thing. A lot of people were saying that it was wrong for not helping her. And we, as the listeners, and you and I deemed them justified. Well, the update is that the woman pulled herself up, found a new job, and got a small studio apartment on her own with the help of groups she reached out to. She says she understands why we did what we did, but is still a little cold to us, 
but hopefully that will pass in time. They said, just wanted to give you guys an update. So thank you for that. We love getting the updates. And if you have a situation for Jerk or Justified, you can email us. Just go to our website, Mix941.fm. Now up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about the surprise guest at Coachella over the weekend. Megan Trainer had to issue an apology for something she said. And now summer is coming to your cereal. It actually sounds kind of cool. This is all coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Zendaya is trending this morning. She made a surprise appearance at Coachella over the weekend. People went nuts when Labyrinth brought her out on Saturday. He's written, he has sung and produced a bunch of songs for the show Euphoria. So they performed the song All For Us, which is a song that the two have uh, performed and Labyrinth actually won an Emmy for Outstanding Music and Lyrics in 2020. Here's some of that. Labyrinth brought out Billie Eilish. So that was the stage to follow if you wanted any surprises for Coachella, it sounds like. You hear the crowd pop. That's a cool surprise right there. Yeah, I love that one. Also trending this morning is Megan Trainer. The singer found herself in a pretty bad spot this weekend regarding a comment she made on Trisha Paytas' Working On It podcast. Uh, She and her husband, Daryl Sabara, were discussing the failure of the education system in our country. And they talked about their concerns of mass shootings and then they moved on to the subject of worrying about teachers and potential bullies. At one point, Megan said, bleep teachers, dude. So obviously a lot of people had issue with that and flooded TikTok calling her out. So she issued an apology on social media. She said, I was fired up because we were talking about how sending your kid to school here in America is so horrific didn't mean all teachers. I love teachers. I fight for teachers. And so she just, she apologized for that. But a lot of people still upset about why she said that. And you said earlier too, I said about her husband had a particular teacher too growing up as well that didn't do anything. So it maybe they bullied him the, apparently. The, a teacher bullied the kid. Yeah. It's targeted at one teacher, that blanket statement, Megan Trainer knows better. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a blanket like that. Like, come on, exactly. And then finally this morning, Icy is trending. Remember the ICs that you used to get as a kid? Get ready to bring that taste to your breakfast bowl. Kellogg's has teamed up with the Icy Company for what they call the coolest cereal. It's inspired by Icy's cherry and blue raspberry flavors, and it has an ingredient that cools your mouth as you eat, just like when you sip on an Icy. I guess this is completely new technology, and I'm here for it. I want to try this. You can buy Kellogg's Icy Cereal nationwide for $5.29, and that is what's trending. Mix 94.1. It's <laughs> Mercedes in the morning. Before we get into our goodbyes here, we started the show and you had some big news about your daughter, Brooklyn. Oh, she's in Reno right now with the volleyball tournament and uh, they're playing for the bronze right now. This is the uh, championship uh, tournament style uh, bracket happening here. You said the first game was at 9 o'clock? Yes. Okay, where started, do we stand so far? Where do we stand? Well, it wasn't a good start, I'll tell you that. They were down uh, by a lot. And it was like 12 to 6, but I'm happy to tell you they just won 25 to 21. They came back and won it. So they got another game to go, and then they move on. 
So keep your fingers crossed, everybody. When does game two start? Immediately now? Right or now. Is, okay, right, it's underway? Right, right after that. It hasn't started yet, but they're getting ready. How do we stream this on the Odyssey app? <laughs> you can actually go to Baller TV to stream it. Really? Baller TV? Yeah. <laughs> Logging on to Baller TV. Yeah, I I don't know what court they're on, but I'll let you know. Please do. This is exciting stuff. Very exciting. Um, thank you. I don't know if anyone else shares your enthusiasm, but I appreciate you being excited. I'm very excited. It's morning all morning. Uh, that is it for us today. Thank you guys for a great Monday, getting us back into the swing of things. We had a really fun time with you. Make sure you keep it here. J-Love, he is coming in next. He is going to get you through your work day. And right now, it is time for the line of the day. I learned something this morning. You do not want to sit behind James Corden during a concert. <laughs> James Corden crying at Lionel Richie? Uh, no, I didn't. He was sitting in front of us, so I don't know, but he kept standing up and it was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. I know. I can't see. I mean, on the fun songs, I get it. But like on Hello, you really? Sit. Do you need to stand for that? It's, You're just standing there. That's you know? a sitting song. Hello yeah. is definitely a sitting song. Hello. And he, him and the person he was with were the only two standing. Oh, I'm come like, on. Oh, here we go. Hello's a sit. This song here. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. And then this song here. Stand. Yeah. Most of them are stand, honestly. But hello, that was where we were supposed to take our break. Oh, there's that one, there's that one couple that's standing up or two people standing up. Sit down. <laughs> well, that'll do it for show number 1824 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.